0: What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, the OG podcast of gay sexuality. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 373. Alongside, welcome back, Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Really good, really good. Thank you for asking. Also, of course, joining us is Cody Maurice Doget.
2: How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful this evening. this evening i love it so much
0: to talk about on this show and you know first things first jeremy we haven't heard from you in a minute but i was scrolling around stalking you on your instagram and noticed boston pride you went to boston pride and what can you tell us about it
1: oh my gosh so it was super super fun i felt like a a fresh meat because i literally did (laughs) not know one person there And that is because when I uh, graduated from high school, I literally moved to New York, like a month later. And Mm -hmm. of course, I was 18 and still like underage. So I've never been out in uh, Boston. And it was a lot of fun. I met like a bunch of new people and uh, went with one of my uh, childhood close friends and Oh, you're was...
0: killing me because i was scrolling around your
1: instagram
0: and i thought is this jeremy's new
1: beau he's super <laughs> sexy
0: and hot
1: yes he is we have so much fun together and it's it's fun like cruising and being each other's wingman and we we've had a blast as of recent so he's a friend that, can- that you knew when you were how old uh, So I've known him since I think like sixth grade in elementary wow. school. Yeah, his, his childhood house is like where his parents still live is right across the street from the school I went to from first grade to eighth grade.
0: How much fun is that to be yeah, was cruising really cool. around
1: as you stay
0: now as adults as a young adult gay man? That must be so fun.
1: Yeah, it's super cool.
0: And you were telling me offline that Boston Pride this year did it a little bit differently. They did neighborhoods, correct?
1: Yeah, so they do like a series of block parties. And then they also have like uh, certain events that happen at night that are like on Eventbrite and like buy tickets to parties and stuff. Of course. So they did one that I went to was at a place, a bar called Trophy Room, which is really cute. It's on a corner. So they closed off the whole... Uh, street back like the whole entire block and then they had like a big pride stage and a dj and all of that and they had like uh beer and wine outside because of course boston has rules of like the certain liquor you can have outside (laughs) so my ass was dragging my friend in for my vodkas (laughs) and then he's like you know what fuck this rule i'm putting it on the windowsill and we're grabbing it and going and so we totally like did the cheat where we like walk around the building and then they have these like <laughs> glass French doors half open. And so we uh-huh. put the drinks like close to the edge and then just swoop them out. <laughs>
0: that is hilarious. Yeah, but, I mean, I love Boston.
1: Yeah, it was it was very cute and it was a lot of fun. And actually this weekend we're going to uh Providence Pride, if either of you are around. Uh, where oh we are staying in a hotel on Uh, Friday and Saturday and I've never been to Providence and Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we met like, uh, so one of his close, uh, gay friends is the captain of the fire station in Providence, Rhode Island. And he's a hottie and super, super fun. So they're a cool couple and they're like new friends that I've met of his. And it's, it's just fun to get acquainted with all new gays and stuff. And, uh, they are going to show us around providence on friday and saturday and i guess there's the same thing lots of block parties but there's going to be a parade and all kinds of stuff so i'm rearing up for that
0: that's so shout out to rhode islands pride and follow at Jer- follow jeremy at j ross lopez to say hi if you happen to be in rhode island this weekend it sounds like so much fun i would love to go maybe on saturday i don't know we have a lot of going on here we in do. new york
1: i'm sure <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: but i would love to do that i know sunday here in new york city we are going to Folsom east which you previously knew oh, cool. jeremy yeah it's Moved its way over to Christo- iconic Christopher Street, and I think it's going to be a great thing having it on Christopher Street. Yeah, you know, it's different nice
1: for like a historic neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, this past weekend I had a lot of fun watching the Tonys hosted by Ariana DuBose. So good, the Broadway is. Truly back, and Ariana DeBose did such a brilliant job hosting the Tonys. Shout out to her! But I also watched a film that you guys I really highly recommend called Fire Island on Hulu. It's written and stars Joel Kim Booster, who is I have a crush on him. He's so sexy and hot.
1: Yes, but I
0: I didn't realize he wrote it. But It's really good. It also stars Bowen Yang from SNL, Margaret Cho, iconic. Nick Adams plays a douchey gay, but I love Nick Adams.
1: Oh, I I remember him from uh, La Caja Faux. Or...
0: Um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert.
1: Oh, yes. that's what it is. Yes, yes, no, yeah. but not
0: you were right to think because it's very similar, yes. yeah. To Priscilla. Yes, Nick Adams. I interviewed him even before that when he did Macy's Passport back the in the The body day. is he,
1: amazing, body is still Jesus. on point.
0: He co- <laughs> oh my god, you know, life- you know
1: who else was in that uh, like in that that house of like where they consider everyone douchey? Do you remember <laughs> my friend? Uh, my Latin friend that lived uptown—I don't know if I want to say oh. his name—but his, oh, right. his roommate was a model. <laughs> you have to tell me afterwards. His roommate was a model, and he was one of the guys standing at the steps when they were like giving them douchey faces when they first in the game. movie Fire Island. Yes. Did yes. you
0: watch it, Jeremy?
1: Yes, I did. It's really cute.
0: Isn't it really cute? Oh it my is. God. Yeah. It was hilarious. Uh, I loved Margaret I Cho. Wait.
1: It makes me want a boyfriend and makes me want to go to Fire Island all in the same. Yes. I'm just yes. <laughs> and, you know,
0: we just really have to shout out to Joel Kim Booster, who stars in it, who wrote it, who's Asian, who's gay, who's loud and proud, who also wrote on a show, did a little bit of research and found out he was a writer on a show I'm obsessed with called The Other Two. If you don't know about it, look it up. It's on HBO Max, The Other Two, Molly Shannon's in it. And I knew Nick Adams was on the other two. So he probably put in a good word for Nick to be on this in this film. But to just have a film from an Asian perspective and they really tackle, didn't you find the writing so fresh and yes, real? And it was today- very well
1: done. And I there was a lot like that you could uh, grasp on and like remind you of experiences you've been through. absolutely yeah i I highly
0: recommend do yourself a favor this pride season it's on hulu it's called fire island check it out that's my request but jeremy you were actually had another show that i keep debating if i want to get uh join it or not queer as folk
1: yeah so that i think it dropped on friday and i started i want to say uh saturday morning and i like was hooked automatically and then my friend and I watched it before heading to pride and it's just really sexy. Everyone in it is cute. And it's, it has like all different parts and like lesbian and transgender and a Mm -hmm. lot of different people that are in our community. And so all of their storylines are so good. And some of them are uh, similar storylines to the old queerest folks. So they do go back to that, but it's which also, I loved. But it's also like an homage to certain things that have happened in gay culture as of recent as well. Yeah. And it all takes place in New Orleans, which is super, super cool. <sighs> Fab. And somewhere well, I've always wanted to go. Oh, it's amazing! Let's all pl-
2: I love let's, it there. Y- do you love it there, Cody? Oh my god, it's one of my favorite cities of all time, and I just the ambiance and the culture and the things and the things you can get into down there. This
1: is just <laughs> amazing.
2: <laughs>
0: it's so funny because the last iteration of Queer's Folk was set in oh my gosh, uh, Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah,
0: and the funny thing about it was they really shot it in Vancouver, or excuse me, yeah, Vancouver, Canada, which actually would have been a great place to set it because I've been to Vancouver and it's got a great destination destination for LGBTQ. I don't know why they they probably wanted it to be in an American city because the OG OG was was. The UK, so I think they wanted to make sure that there was an American, and probably because of budget, they set it in where they did. But Mm -hmm. I'm here for this. I want to continue. I think we really need to support some of this really great writing and entertainment for LGBTQ that's happening right now. Definitely. I mean, it started with Pose. Probably other series people are going to talk to us about that have really impacted Mm -hmm. them, but this goes in line with really good entertainment really good writing it's about time that we're seeing our representation on thank god to streaming platforms that's all i have to say on that and strange Um,
2: loop won the tony last night
0: And Strange Loop won the Tony about a queer, black, gay man that, boy, young man, I have to say. And I think I might just sneak, you know, I might just sneak over there, Cody, if you're around Wednesday before Tags Live. If you want to sneak over, there's cheap tickets that we could probably get. Oh, to see Strange Loop? Oh, my God. I would love to. All right, let's do it. I'll talk to you offline. (laughs) Well, in other Pride news, we have to talk about what went on over the weekend. Also in L.A., covering our bases here, L.A. Pride. Now, you might have thought, didn't we already talk about L.A. Pride? Well, L.A. Pride, like a lot of cities, is really branching out with, like, we have Queens Pride here, and we have New York Pride. L.A. Pride's really interesting because... They now have Weho Pride and LA Pride, which confuses even the residents of the <laughs> LA County. Nobody really knows what's going on over there. I know there's dueling fights going on, but regardless, it seems like this was the one because LA Pride does a whole stage, and Christina Aguilera took to the stage and performed XXX with Kim Petras. Wearing a big ass strap-on dick during the one of the most iconic moments, Cody. I know you saw it. Yeah, this was pretty amazing. She also, in the same performance, performed with. Oh, she did "Genie in a Bottle." She did Britney Spears' "Toxic," and she she finished with "Car Wash" featuring Missy Elliott, which was a lot of fun. But she did a song from Burlesque. And she did Lady Marmalade. Oh, everything Moulin the gays Rouge. love.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: She brought Maya onto the stage and both Christina and Maya looked fabulous. Of course, Paris looked great. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Paris in just a second from Britney Spears. But we're doing pop news, you guys, right now in Pride. <laughs> <laughs> um How much you saw it, Cody. What were your thoughts on Christina
2: Aguilera taking to the stage? I love her. She can do no wrong in my eyes, even even with a dildo on. So a
0: green (laughs) dildo. Oh, I'm
1: here for that green dildo.
0: (laughs) It's a wink and a nod, which is so fun to me.
1: I think it was also Swarovski crystal like encrusted. Of course it was. And of course course you would know that. (laughs)
2: But yeah, I love her. So I'm so glad her voice is amazing. So I always stand her. So I just I'm I'm here for it. So good for her, and good for her bringing Maya on the stage because
0: yeah, I love love,
2: that. Love that. That definitely was
0: the show too. On in other Pride news across the United States, in Miami, Miami actually not Miami, it was Winwood, a place in. Miami that I really love. It's downtown. It's an art district. I actually really love the Wynwood district. They had what's called my, again, with the different types of prides. There's Miami pride that happens in April, if I'm not mistaken. And this is called Miami's Wynwood pride that just happened. It can get so confusing. I love all of the inclusion of the different areas. Azalea Banks, on the other hand, took to the stage and was booed. Off stage. she only did a four songs of a longer set that she was planning on doing partly because people were throwing things up at the stage which i d- think is horrible yeah, that's not- partly she called it toxic and said that they were spraying dry ice all over the place which she's horribly allergic to, but a lot of people also said that Azalea Banks has not, although you told me, Cody, that she came out, she's bisexual, she hasn't been really good to the LGBT community as she's called out drag queens and the transgender community as she just called them out in, in hateful ways. I don't know, what are your thoughts on this, Cody, about the opposite of when a big star tries to come and perform at our Pride events that doesn't
2: go over well. I mean, I understand that she self-identifies as bisexual, but it's really funny to me that she would call those people toxic when all she does is spew hate on the internet. It really makes me feel like... I don't think that they were justified. I don't think you should be throwing anything at anybody. Just don't... uh, support them or go to the show at all. But I, I, it really quest- makes me question why the Winwood Pride would even have her come aboard if book me- her. Yeah, yeah. Like, why is she performing at all? Because she hasn't done anything to support our community. So all she does is try and denigrate people and bring people down. So I really don't understand it, and I don't support her. But I'm not going to be there at throwing things at her. I just am not going to go at all. And I I will go on the internet and type why the hell is Azalea Banks at Winwood Pride? <laughs>
0: You know, it's interesting, Jeremy, because you were recently, weren't you in Florida? Were you in Miami at all? And Mm -hmm. what's your thoughts right now? Because if you read a lot of the gay press right now, as I scour it every single week for you guys here on Tag's podcast, you know, there's not a lot of love going towards Miami right now. And what's your thoughts on that when you were there?
1: I mean, I had a very, like, fun and casual time with a close friend. So, I mean, catching up and... Going out to twist every single night is always a blast. Love twist. But I mean, if you're like in a different area, I'm assuming it could be much uh, less accepting and maybe just a a whole different vibe. But I completely stayed within like maybe a 10 block radius the entire time I was there. And I was also I can only take Miami and doses. And I was only there for like maybe four days. So, I mean, it's a lot of drinking and dancing and stuff like that, and I had a blast. But, I mean, I can understand things can get out of hand there, and they almost always do.
0: Yeah. And I think my thoughts on the whole thing of performers, I mean, great Azalea Banks, she's alleged, she's bisexual as she states, but has said some horrible things against certain parts of our acronym. (laughs) I am here like, why not have more open LGBT? There's so many artists out there that are out and proud than 10, 15, 20 years ago when Mm -hmm. there weren't that many, when, it wasn't easy to get your music up on iTunes and Spotify and you were struggling. Now you can get your music up there. And there's so many great, I'm going to treat myself next week and go see Umi UMI Umi, who is a queer art, self-described queer artist. I love her music. She works with Corinne Bailey Ray on a track. I just think she's so soulful. She talks about her queer identity, I'm going to go see her next week and it's Ooh. like 28 bucks. It's not at a pride event, but it's my way of celebrating pride, supporting a queer artist during the month of pride and I just think instead of putting somebody like an Azalea Banks who has a sort of a dicey record on support to the community Mm -hmm. there are so many artists you could put up there that really would love to perform come on miami and winwood winwood i love you you're the artist district azalea banks was not the artist to put up there it's like this really cool art community come on yeah Uh uh-uh anyways, um, and before we move on with news, we definitely have to talk in pop news that Britney got married to Sam. Sam is so adorable. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for Britney Spears, though. And at the wedding, Madonna attended it. Paris Hilton was certainly busy this past weekend because she also attended the wedding, as did a lot of other stars. Selena Gomez, star-studded wedding. It looked like a lot of fun. What were your... I mean, we're happy for Brittany. yes?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Good for her. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy? Yeah, I think it was. It looked like a fun party, and I saw Donatella there, too. Of course, and yeah. And Madonna. She designed the wedding Madonna? dress. Of course She designed we the wedding
0: dress, and <laughs> they played like a virgin at the wedding. In other Madonna news, I have to get your perspective on this. Julia Gardner, who we love from... Ozark Mm -hmm. is set to play Madonna in the brand new biopic film that Madonna is going to direct. I know you're an Ozark fan. I know you love Julia Gardner. I know you love Madonna. What are your thoughts on this casting?
1: I'm really excited. And I think she's like perfect for that part. I think she's very good at melding to a, a part and a role that she like just, encapsulates where how she acts eats speaks all of that and i just feel like she's gonna be really good at honing in on madonna's true like bad bitch don't give a fuck uh yeah i think in a text you said badass mood. bitch you yeah. told me
0: badass bitch perfect yes yeah. i love that yo i'm super excited and cody we gotta get you to watch osar I-
2: i do i can't wait to watch it now you guys are telling me so many good things about it so i'm really excited about it now you're gonna have to start from season one though so just
0: saying and but <laughs> it's okay i is love a binge so <laughs> good it is so good. did you not love it and i love the way it. and oh, uh, without I giving it. away anything i was talking to a friend the ending you know when sometimes when they end these shows you're often wondering, how are they going to tie all this in? How am I going to feel about it going away? Honestly, it tied it up in a way that was so... I went to bed that night going, I am so satisfied. And I was thinking about it. I woke up thinking about it. I was like, this was such a good ending. It's not The Sopranos, y'all. It's not all these other huge shows that I missed out on over the years, Twilight series and all that stuff. But it was... It was so satisfying, and I was happy to be a part of the community. Yeah. Okay. Well, Pride Month, as we know, is here. And Postmates, do you guys order from Postmates? I'm a seamless guy by.
1: Yeah, I'm seamless or Uber Eats. Okay.
0: Well,. Postmates marked Pride Month with, bo- with a bottom-friendly food menu, and the reason why <laughs> this got my attention is because Doc they consulted. I, well, so let me play this out, Cody, because okay, okay. you you in particular on a recent episode was not here when corporations try and glom on to the corporate gay pride or LGBTQ Pride Month bandwagon you will be happy to know that they consulted the good doctor, the ass doctor, the doctor that's been on our show multiple times, including in our TV pilot, Dr. Goldstein. And they so they really did their due diligence in my mind and didn't just phone it in. And many of the things Postmates, the food ordering delivery app has managed to do with today's announcement, Eat With Pride campaign. It comes complete with calling it calling its first of its kind bottom-friendly menu. I think – so here's the thing, which I think we were talking about, Cody, the other day, is if you're going to go there as a corporation, and I put Postmates in the corporation, don't just put up a flag like Chase Bank and say, here we are, Wells Fargo, I think I saw the other day, and they said so many years, been supporting the community really go there and for them to consult Dr. Goldstein and really not only just consult Dr. Goldstein, but put together the first of its kind bottom friendly menu is really stepping up to the plate because it's really things that we think about when we eat. So restaurants taking part include Prince street pizza here in New York, tender greens, of course, salad, dialogue cafe, Takaya, Alfred Coffee, okay, enema, uh, H2O Sushi,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just saying, in a press statement, Postmate said, we know that not every meal is ideal if you plan on getting frisky soon after eating or, get, or getting fuck. And while heterosexual sex education is prevalent, there's not a lot of conversation out there about the best foods to eat before you engage in anal sex. That's a press release. That's why Postmeats is partnering with founder of Future Method, bespoke surgical anal surgeon and sexual health and wellness expert, Dr. Evan Goldstein, and gay comedian Rob Anderson to have a frank and fun discussion about it. What can you expect in a lot of the food that you should be ordering? They talk about grains that are really good to be eating. Veggies, of course, fresh food. Fruits, leafy greens, fish, low-fat proteins like fish, meat, and tofu. So, oh my God, am like I on a sushi. bottom diet? I don't, I don't Maybe right. you I are. 90%. I know you love. <laughs> another great option is a salad with tuna, tofu, or steak, or a protein plate consisting of one of these proteins plus a salad and some roasted vegetables. So, w- what you guys ask? What should we not be eating if you want a bottom? things like fried chicken. Okay, That's no I never mind. Stuff. Probably bar- <laughs> probably barbecue too, Cody. So just FYI. Insider joke on that one. Double bacon cheeseburgers or loaded nachos are oh, definitely God. off the plate if you want to avoid. I mean, you're neither one of you are bottoms, but Jeremy, what do you think about this menu and this partnering. Are you I for love
1: it? it. I think it's brilliant. And I love that they just went, like you said, instead of replacing a logo that's always there with just a rainbow version of it, they like, I mean, it's kind of a ballsy move, but it's great. And it's very bold. And I honestly think that bottoms, I think that <clears throat> city people use, uh, like people that live in a big city and order out, like, often I think it's perfect to come up with something like this, especially to honor pride in our bottoms. And I just love it. I think it's, like, really an awesome idea. So here's a question for you, Jeremy. If you were dating
0: somebody that you wanted to bottom later that night, and they were taking this advice are you going to eat the same foods that they are eating as the top? Or are you going to be like, no, boo, you go and have that sushi platter over there while I go have my cheeseburger over here?
1: No, I'd probably <laughs> eat what they, they're they eating, too. That's fair.
0: And I think yeah. that's – I love that. Yeah, it's good for you. Kind of you. You're a I'm not like a, I
1: – I wouldn't be like a hog and be like, oh, I'm getting a burger and fries. <laughs> Well you uh-huh. <laughs> if you want food. this I also I also just uh-huh. never find it like I am such a foodie, but I never find it super sexy to like pig out with someone that you're like fucking Into. at least yeah, at least if you're not like in the relationship status.
0: Yeah, because to your point, you, once you're in the relationship status, you can have Netflix night and the two of you can pick out and have pizza and do, you know, but you know, it's like, we're in tonight and it's probably not that that's not happening. Tonight. right? And yeah, so, right so good for you. I love that. <laughs> Cody, what are your thoughts on last week's <sighs> statement on you don't like? corporations
2: either way stepping up to the plate, but I think what do you think about Postmates? So, uh, it still feels like pandering to me, and I do think <laughs> that... I, it this is marketing and the way the world works it though. Does. Everything's a marketing I don't understand you. Bottoms <laughs> already know what to eat. They already know... This. I don't think we do.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think the thing that it does help with is like say you go into the app, I think it helps categorize things for someone that is hungry and looking for something to eat before they have sex. I mean, it's kind of like in a way indirectly a no brainer because it's like a a subcategory for food in the app where the app you could literally scroll for like an hour trying to decide what to eat. I see if you what think about saying. it like that. I, I mean, I, I, I know that I they know what that. to eat. I don't think that they, I definitely have faith in the bot and all bottoms that they know what to eat. Well, but yeah, it is so helpful. Co- Cody, I want you to
0: finish, but yeah. on jumping on the same bandwagon, I was going to where we were nominated for Cyber Socket. AJ Sloan, porn star, talked all, about the same thing just the other day about getting your butt ready for bottoming. And he knows a little bit about this. Nothing beats the sound of a sweaty sack slapping up against those eager cheeks. Ooh. I wish I could. I Right. You better come so, down. My boyfriend's out of town. <laughs> yeah. So he talks about and this to the point of Dr. Goldstein, where you really want to. Yes you can say what you want about a corporation coming in and coming out during pride month and whether they're trying yeah but everything's about marketing so i'm not really mad at it but if it's really if you're going to come in my mind speak to our community and do the research so dr goldstein is a legitimate well respected ass doctor that there's not a lot of them that do what talk about our ass and bottoming the way he does But this porn star that I just mentioned talks about soluble fiber are our friends. Yes, I guess if you really thought about it as a bottom, I would know some of the things, but I'm not a doctor. I don't really know exactly. He says, in short, eat things that um, keep things like grains, nuts, seeds, fruits, vegetables in your regular diet if you'd like to keep um, the dick in your regular routine, not enough fiber. In your diet, no problem. Psyllium husks is another fast, easy way to add fiber to it. And I know this because Trader Joe's has got psyllium husks and you just, it's kind of mealy and you put it in some water and you just do it. It helps keep your, they also dare I say, fiber poop. Too, so They do. Cilium I, I like the psyllium husks and what it does is keep your poop solid and together. So keeps you that much more cleaner if you're, thinking about it. You can do it in the morning. Douching. Now, here's the thing. Yes, douching is something that we can all do. However, it's you don't want to over-douche. We're going to talk about it in just a sec, about traveling, water, bulbs, what types of water can be good and not always a good thing. But it's always good to start with your diet. And I think Postmates partnering up and this porn star with Dr. Goldstein, because he also participated in this cybersocket.com interview i I, aj sloan interview i think it's a good thing cody i mean are you still down what i was gonna say
2: before you guys hop right on me (laughs) was that it seems like postmates has done a lot of research in order to kind of show us that they accept us and that uh, we're all good with them and that they actually are in support of the gay community. So I feel like this company is doing the right thing in order to, you know, celebrate pride with us. And I feel like they probably put their money with it where their mouth is, is what is most important to me. Like this, this whole bottom menu thing. Yeah, it's cute. And I love it. I think it's wonderful, but I need to know that they are actually sub- in support of the gay community, actually putting money into the gay community and making sure that we are all free and able to do the things that we want to do with our lives.
0: Well, sometimes people don't always, it's a marketing thing to promote to the gay community, but rather than put money into the community, because where is that money actually going? They're actually consulting with a leading ass doctor like Dr. Goldstein and giving us sound advice and putting out menus that may potentially be good if you're thinking about bottoming so i take this just as much as i would financial because where's this money really going what's it really doing i think it's just as good so many of us want to bottom and to me Mm -hmm. it's a good thing with this information to have options at least put the discussion out there on hey I'm thinking of bottoming. Maybe you don't think of it as much, Cody, because you don't bottom,
2: but I just said for the exact those... opposite. I said that I think <laughs> that they that they are putting a lot of thought into it. And I think that they are doing them a great job as far as thinking about what would appeal to the gay community and how they could use it to apply it to their app. So I yes, I agree with you that they are doing putting a lot of thought into it. Okay, all right. I'm just saying, it also leads me to believe that they are putting money back into and donating to the Ali Forney Center and and to gay youth and things of that and AIDS research and things of that nature. So, yes, I hope that that's where they're putting their money in as well.
0: I get it. I hear you. I just think sometimes... Why not be relevant unto a community that is looking to bottom and the things that bottoms go through to, oh my gosh, I have to bottom tonight and what's that mean and what am I going to eat? And it's putting that conversation out there into something that we would have never talked about even 10 years ago about diet for bottoms is so into the mainstream right now in 2022 and I am here for it. I don't, uh, yes, I think other organizations, let Wells Fargo and Chase Bank donate to Trevor Project and Homeless Youth and things that are really of need that they have the money and the power to do and let postmates, postmates got a talk lot of about <laughs> i mean but not like wells fargo i mean i don't know their trajectory but let that but leave it to postmates to talk about better bottoming diets and putting that into a conversation that has not been in the mainstream conversation in the last at all if you will and consulting dr goldstein to me just gives me life i'm here for it on that related news though we have to talk about traveling and a recent tweet from a person that goes by shakti's child kind of gained attention on social media as the user recalled the horrific aftermath of a past douching experience while visiting cancun mexico Quote, douched in Cancun, I bled for days. I had to wait until I landed back in NYC to go to the hospital, and they pulled a tapeworm out of me. Horrific experience. I know the article goes on to say that, and this one does consult Dr. Goldstein. Again, I love how I found all of these articles because he really is the leading doctor talking about our bottoming asses, our gay LGBTQ asses and really looking out for us. When traveling aboard, know where your water comes from. Contaminated water can look clean, but still have harmful bacteria, viruses, and parasites. Factory sealed bottle water is the safest option for most travels. Always look for unopened factory sealed bottle water for other drinks. According to the CDC, common diseases that could be caught by contaminated water include all Calaria. Oh, I don't even know. Want to list oh. all these? You get the point. <laughs> um, I'm somebody that travels often. When I travel, and I was going to ask you guys what you put based on Fire Island. What's in your gay travel bag when you travel? Mine was going to be a douche kit, but since I've been. In- Enlightened by Dr. Goldstein, he has a company called FutureMethod.com, and he has a douche kit that's a saleable douche, a very gentle formula that has been formulated to clean the ass along with the proper diet, with a small bulb. The bulb I have is so large it barely fits in the suitcase. <laughs> And I just think that's part of something that I want to travel with is something that is like this. But by all means, when you're traveling internationally, do not just put water in the mix. Um, Mm. But it does bring up the question, you guys, as the two non-bottoms on the show, what's (laughs) what's in your gay travel knapsack or luggage that you do not leave with leave home without when you travel like what are you going to pack jeremy when you go this weekend to what pride are you going to
1: uh providence
0: what's in your gay essential travel packing
1: so i almost always pack my uh, African black soap that I'm obsessed Ooh. with from Shea oh, Moisture. I yeah. know that, honey. <laughs> I literally <laughs> am obsessed with it, and I use it. I every love that's in day. your
0: essential packing. Yeah,
1: that is. Uh, poppers definitely are my favorite. Is Double Scorpion? Uh, Double Scorpio. It's a black bottle with a little leather jacket on the front. Um, uh, what else yeah. do I, I bring? Uh, what is it called? What's the lube that's, it's a black bottle with like, oh, it's silicone lube. Uh, Oh, wet platinum. platinum. Oh, there we go. He he just (laughs) had to look on the shelf behind him. Wet platinum uh, travel size. I bring that with me. And then I bring some good cologne for sure. Love that. I
0: definitely bring, well, I brought douches before, but now after this article, I'm going to future method only and getting that. I bring my manscaping by manscaped.com where you guys get 20% off plus free shipping using our promo code tags. I bring a variety of swimsuits, of course, because as the years have gone on, I do have a couple speedos in the mix, but I've gotten into these board shorts that are really box cut, like they're a square cut. Mm -hmm. Jeremy, I know you understand. You know, moving they're just, no, no, not that they're actually like uh, dare I say trunks, but they're just a box cut short and I don't know, I've just moved out of the Speedo for me at this time right now. I've just moved out of that, but I have a bunch of them. I get them in Puerto Vallarta and I love. I bring a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker for sure, because I got to have my tunes, sunscreen, shades. And we are going to have Yush Yush poppers on the show in a couple weeks, Cody. Mm-hmm. And they are brand new poppers that don't spill. Get They have different, you can... Put different caps on them for different people to inhale. Yush Yush is right now the Poppers of Choice out of Canada. We're getting them. I'll try and get you guys hey. samples of them so we can try them out. But that's kind of what's in my bag. What's in your bag, Cody?
2: So are we talking about before Joe or after Joe? Because AJ or BJ? <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> that that well, is really the determining factor. We're talking right there. about
1: currently. So currently. I guess.
2: Okay. All right. AJ. <laughs> yeah. Lots and lots of lube, just like Jeremy, and swimsuits for sure. Because, unlike you, Steve, my swimsuits, instead of getting big, they're getting smaller and smaller. And I don't understand why. I, I, maybe the thought is coming out in my older age, but he's jumping out with a vengeance. I don't know. (laughs) Um, but because my Mm -hmm swimsuits are getting smaller. I t- also have to take my clippers. So my manscapers are coming with me as well. Um, what else? I don't really bring poppers. But yeah, that's really it. Mostly that that's those are the essentials for a gay destination getaway lube swimsuits and the clippers. I love She's it. a hairy boy. <laughs>
0: Well, we love it when you write into us, we love giving you advice, and we love it when you suggest topics, as comes from Celestial Flute, who wrote into us and DM'd us on our Instagram, at Tags Podcast, and he says, hey Stevie and crew, how are you? He has a question, has Tags ever spoken about the inclusion of trans men in porn, I know a lot of gay porn stars are having their first experience with trans men and a fucking vagina or a trip Richards. Oh, or as Trip Richards calls it, a front hole. Not sure who Trip Richards is. Do you, Cody?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I never.
0: <laughs> I'm guess I'm guess I guess what I'm asking is what is tag's opinion on the subject because my gay mentor in his 70s got into a major argument with me saying they are not really men and that trans men disgust him it all made very Ooh, it all made me very sad although I personally am not into vaginas I certainly feel I certain they feel wonderful and I never discriminate against one in fact leish Laith Ashley, oh, right, is so damn beautiful. I'd highly consider trying it myself. I would love, love it if tags would speak on the subject. I'm glad you brought this up. You know, we haven't talked necessarily about trans men in porn, but we've had Kyle on our show years ago. I remember Cody, or, or excuse me, Jeremy, you and I had trans Gender community on our show when we were at Rebar, yes. <clears throat> yeah, and we asked point blank questions about sex. Kyle has been on the show several times. He's not in porn though, and we haven't talked about it. I've seen it before, and I think it's hot. I think the one thing I would say is if I have a friend or two from a different generation, and your friend is in his seventies, I have a friend in his eighties, and I just know when i'm talking to a generation of that sort you're going to get all kinds of viewpoints that may may or may, or may not align with mm-hmm. your viewpoints of today and give them a pass it's they're just of a different generation i think that you can push back mm-hmm. though if you somehow find yourself yeah. getting into the conversation for sure and I don't know that you're going to change their minds. I'm here for it though. And I think I agree. Trans men are sexy, whether they're lathe or not. I've seen plenty Mm -hmm. of them. What are your thoughts on it, Jeremy?
1: So uh, I definitely find a plethora of them super sexy. And I also, I don't, it doesn't bug me to see them included in any porn category with, uh, gay porn and et cetera. and I do understand that uh, people with an old guard mentality or just people that are set in their ways are going to like have a certain point of view but I also think that we're in a time and age where like we talked about before it's like an era of gay shows coming out and gay actors and yeah. gay music and it's all things that we're making up for lost time. And I just think that it's a time to be inclusive. And I think it's great. And if you don't like it, just don't watch it. I mean, it's really, it's so finite and simple. There's plenty of porn on the internet that I don't like, and I just don't choose to watch it. And I find everything else that I'm looking for, whether it be on OnlyFans, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on Pornhub, it's like, it just use your search engine and like, stop complaining about something that you don't like.
0: Yeah, Cody, what do you think about the comment where he says that his friend who's in his 70s says that they're not real men and that trans men disgust him? What about that part?
2: That really makes me feel sad. I really am. Because what's that a make, real man It anyway. hurts my feelings. <laughs> I know, right? Am I a real man? I don't yeah. understand that because, you know, our heterosexual counterparts have said that to us. They've gatekeeped what constitutes a man for generations. So who am I to say what constitutes a man and what does not constitute a man? I think that I find, just like you guys, so many trans men attractive and in porn, Steve, oh my gosh, so many scenes I've seen where them getting pounded out is just the hottest thing in the world. So I... I'm I'm all for it. I just think that people need to learn to grow and change even in your 70s it's still possible. So, I think that, you know, maybe your your friend should open his mind just a little bit more. I might miss the D a little bit a little bit if I was dating them, but but well, I mean, you never know. Well, I don't know what hold, what the future could hold for me as far as dating anybody. As long as I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. I'm in the same boat. It's
0: such a time thing, too, as we see. Just, I was watching this whole thing. They're re-airing the FX series about Pride in the various decades. I just watched the one over the weekend about the 90s. And it's so interesting to see President Clinton and what was the don't say, uh, don't don't ask, don't tell in the military and things that he wasn't for even hearing president obama not support gay marriage in a certain time when he was a senator all these things that are now in place now that it just shows me wow these are good things reminders to see where we were just with a little bit of time and a lot of pushback and fighting that we can see change happen. And it's just great to know. I think this is one other thing that we're going to see with trans men is that they are going to be, maybe it starts with porn, seeing in the in porn. But I think if I met somebody, I would be totally open to I it. Know, I, don't, right? I don't know that I would really care. To me, they're a man at this point and or they're trans. Many of the things that Kyle told us in our show is well he's a trans man it's yeah. and many of the women that i've met in asia sf in san francisco and palm springs now say well they're trans women so it's a new iteration of a new education and yeah i'm going with the education and the evolution of it all if i'm attracted to it i'm gonna go with it that's just how it is that's how, what kyle's boyfriend now husband did Mm -hmm. was it was only into gay men and met kyle figured it out and now they're married and have a great life together i think i would be in the same boat too just don't knock it until you try it lastly a gay man's tweet is going viral about turning up for a date on a bike let me read a little bit more hold up
2: (laughs) <laughs> Andy,
0: who Andy, who works in sexual health in the UK, shared the tale about one of his worst states, including a screenshot of the exchange that took place. He says he arranged to meet the other man for a picnic in the park. And we're guessing it took place in London. Ahead of the meeting, the two men swapped text messages. Andy mentioned that he rarely uses public transportation, relying more on his bike to get around. It meant, quote, it meant to be a date and you're on your bike, responded his date. Eh? What's my method of transport got to do with anything, replied Andy. Quote, doesn't matter, responded his date. But Andy pushed for for more clarification. The date then made his displeasure known, pointing out he'd be walking while Andy had his bike. Hardly a date, and then you'll cycle home and me on the tube? The other person, the guy writing, but we're going to a park. I'll lock my bike at the station when I meet you, replied Andy. Can we leave it? I'm here now, but looks like you're just meeting a mate at the park, replied the date. They went on and on. Andy said in an accompanying caption, I remember arranging a picnic at a park with a date and got in trouble for cycling there. Needless to say, the date didn't go well. I got ignored. Is Andy's date making way too much of this about Mm. cycling to the date jeremy
1: of course that's such a stupid like
0: (laughs) but it was a real thing i mean mean,
1: do you like the guy or do you not like the guy who gives a fuck how he got there yep
0: and who knows if he even liked the guy or not because he was and i love biking and
1: it's so sexy like guys on bikes is hot their ass is like that's true split on the chair their legs are like moving i don't know i just love biking and i think it's so sexy and i could care less how the fuck they got there, if it's on a broom, if it's on a <laughs> private uh, Not a broom. <laughs> yes.
0: Jeremy Come says on, broom like he says broom. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and I actually, truth be told, back in the day, would get on city bike. I convinced him one day. And once we got on city bike, did we not have so much fun
1: riding around yes. the city? Yes crazy. and I, I actually just did it again when I was in New York for like oh, 24 hours with my family. Love. I got every single one of them on a city bike and they were like, this is the best part of the whole entire trip and we rode all the way down to the oculus yes. from Chelsea and they loved it like mm-hmm. the whole entire thing.
2: Your perspective I'm just so scared I, Well to get get
0: by. So, get a helmet is the latest thing that our co host, Lincoln, and his boyfriend, Peter, really suggests. But I'm not going to stop biking because, for starters, we do live in New York and there's a lot of crazy stuff happening down in the subway. So, I don't know where you're really safe, Cody, necessarily (laughs) these days. Nowhere. However, I choose, to Jeremy's point, You get to a different person, you get some exercise, you really take in the city, whatever city you're at, in a different way. And it's really enlightening and it's sexy. And you get to flirt with other riders or people on the streets, or you just oh my god,
1: and the runners on the track like in New York, the runners are so fucking hot that are on the running track right next to the bike track. You can really <laughs> oh no, multitask.
2: Are, I, I cannot focus. I got I'm focused on the road and not falling no, and not dying, not getting hit by a car. I mean, that's what I'm focused on. Stick to
0: the messaging. Would you what was going on with this poor guy who was riding his bike to meet a date and this guy that was already poo-pooing the date before it even happened?
2: That he has a stick up his butt. He's just way stick too uptight. Up he really <laughs> yeah. needs to let go a, l- a little bit and the, who cares? Like and Jeremy get on said, that who cares Dr. how Goldstein we got there. and <laughs> there were so many workarounds. The guy on the bike was like, Oh, I can just lock it up and we can walk together. He can walk beside the bike. Has this man never ridden a bike before? What's going on? Like the, <laughs> he dodged a bullet by that guy just letting him go because that that sounds like uh like too much for me.
0: I want yeah. to meet this guy. I might move to my London to meet this guy because to me how it takes as we all know, it takes so much. It's luck of the draw. It's really throwing the dice in the air and spitting blowing on them and hoping for the best that you get a good date that actually shows up by the way. If you are going to dice it up and say oh my gosh I'm not going to meet you because you're on one form of transportation and I'm on another that (laughs) shows you need to do some work in my mind before you even go on this date because you are not willing to meet somebody it's who cares how he got there? He went. He came to meet you, and it's a picnic, motherfucker. It's it's, <laughs> it's like, come on, like.
1: And then you out. need to you need to state ahead of time a four door sedan, preferably. <laughs> oh, right, <Yeah. laughs>
0: right, and be in a certain echelon. And we're talking about daddy date. I don't know what we're talking about, but yeah, no, absolutely not. Do not end a date before it's even begun. Is my theory well this has been so much fun guys thank you for playing so much fun you can always follow oh, yes. my co-host on social media follow jeremy at j ross lopez at j ross lopez say hi to your friend to me jeremy i will <laughs> put in a good word for me <laughs> follow cody maurice Doggett at mr maurice mr maurice or he's a life coach at kmd coaching Follow us at Tags Podcast. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay Gay sex. sex. Yes, y'all.